welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic Mercurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. What up, what up? And our guests, with an S, a multiple <sighs> guests tonight are Kim Kylan. Hello. And Todd Schramke. Did, Pleasure. Did I nail that? Yeah. Hell yeah. yes. Yeah. Love yes. that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Love that. And you guys are of the group uh, Kyland, which yes. is your last name. It is Kim. my last name. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Not for and long. <laughs> Not for long. First name. <laughs> first I've and last. Soon to be first. I've had a few people call me Kyland at oh, shows, it, like well, as yeah. if it's my first name. I don't mind it. I kind of like, like it, yeah. actually. Yo, Kyland, yeah. get over here, Kyland. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Front and center. <laughs> Kylan, we need your mic check, Kyland. <laughs> Kylan. Did you get up this morning and do your whatever the fuck? <laughs> All right, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, we are here. Uh, we are here to discuss. Oh, I didn't even like give you the breakdown of what the what this show is like. Oh so God, give it to it's us. It's fine. I'll tell you live on air. All so right. basically, for the audience too, mm. um, we're going to be talking about in the second half of the episode uh, the new film "Call Me by Your Name" uh, t- from 2017. Um, but we will be getting to that a little later. Um, but first, we'll just be talking about, you know, our lives, yeah. our week, things you've been and up it's, to, whatever. it's going to be whatever. truly catching up. I haven't seen you. I really will. In so long. Right, yeah. <laughs> I used to see you, like, multiple times a week. It's true, yeah. <laughs> so, Kim... Every motherfucking day. <laughs> right, I probably should have given you a proper introduction, but yeah. Kim... Uh, me and Kim were in a band together for quite some time, for years. And it was lovely. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. I, I didn't I even know time. this. Oh, really? Wait, oh, this yeah. is news? We're breaking Seriously? news to you? I, I mean, you're That's just like true. a friend. That's not true. He knew this. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I told him this. I'm a friend, you know. It's fi- a friend, uh, a musical this. friend, you know. Uh-huh. It's fine. It's fine, you know. It's all good. But yeah, um, and that project was called <laughs> Ghost Town Jenny at the yes. time. Yeah. Um, but you've sort of recently gone through yeah. a change. Do you want to maybe talk about like what this new project is yeah it's um i took a long break after ghost town jenny just to kind of go back to school i'm finishing a degree in music composition at mills right now one more semester that's crazy oh my god I feel like I just cool, congratulations Thank wow you. that's it. you're already finishing up i know that oh, is crazy. Kind of a, a quick turn wait how long have you been at mill uh since fall 2016 i want to say so just about a year ago okay. or a little more than I, I had already completed some schooling elsewhere oh, uh-huh. but yeah i, mm. I just kind of was like a returning student and it's been my personal honor and privilege to say that i've run into you almost it's every single time so i go to Mills nice. college on casual walks <laughs> with anton we live right around the Laura corner lives, yeah, yeah. it makes me feel like i'm back in college because i'm like Aww. oh what's up student <laughs> like like we're like i feel like we're passing each other on yeah, the way to our next class yeah, yeah exactly. i feel the same way yeah it's, it's a good campus well, it's but a you are a student which is fun i like i kind of wish i could you know do that too but i'm just not you know, studious. Studious. I didn't think I was a, either. A studious. What? A yeah. studious? Oh, really? <laughs> I'm not a studious. No, but I mean, I, yeah, right? Really? You didn't? Yeah, I mean, really, I thought school wasn't for me. Like, I, oh, really? I stopped going um, because I, I just figured like, I don't need to do this. You know, mm-hmm. I, I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and that didn't change, but I felt like new, new opportunities awaited in that, in that area mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to explain it was like this this weird felt the call when i was there yeah it just felt like the place i should be and i'm i'm super glad i went back oh it's awesome yeah. Yeah. yeah so now 
that you've almost graduated. Yeah. Uh, you guys have been working on new material, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this summer, I started writing a bunch of new songs. I was kind of just taking an indefinite break from music after Ghost Town Jenny. As you know, I kind of yeah. was like, I don't know what I want to do. And mm-hmm. as fun as Ghost Town Jenny was and all the like wonderful touring we did, it was just, I don't know. I kind of felt like... <sighs> Like just confused up yeah maybe, like it's just it felt a like fresh a fresh start maybe or <laughs> i guess the best way to explain it is i feel like i've really found my my voice my uh-huh. singing voice my my songwriting voice i feel like this is material that really feels like me like i'm yeah, not yeah, imitating yeah. anyone not that that's yeah. what i was trying to do in ghost town jenny but i think that came out in certain ways like we uh-huh. we often got reviews at festivals we played where like i would get compared to to bjork or like florence and the machine and mm-hmm. that always That's felt pretty good i mean those are great <laughs> I, I fucking love those artists don't get me wrong they're wonderful but oh i never God. saw that mm. and that it always made me feel really mixed reading things like that mm. and mm-hmm. and i i don't know something feels different i feel a different confidence and a different like presence when i perform mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. It's, it's just entirely different that's yeah. awesome. These songs feel like my songs. Yeah. yeah I can't wait to hear yeah. them. I'm so excited for you to hear Yeah, too. I know. Yeah. So do you feel like school just like is totally part and partial to your inspirational like summer of love? I mean, by that, I mean love with writing. <laughs> I mean, it was <laughs> with writing these new songs. It was it was a summer of love in a lot of senses. <laughs> uh, it, it definitely plays a part in it. I think just going back to an environment where I was so focused on my own work, mm-hmm. I found a new, like, I feel like I fell back in love with myself and with mm-hmm. the things I was creating. And mm-hmm. I felt a new sense of purpose and a new sense of self. And are you, so, yeah, in a way. Like, awesome. were the classes having you, are you playing some of the songs that you, did you happen to write any of them for a class or in class? Or? Uh, not the ones on the album, no, uh-huh. but... My music, my major is music composition, so I'm I'm constantly right. performing. Well, that's and, why I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I do, I do perform a lot of my own work, whether it's instrumental music or, mm-hmm. or like singer songwriter stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So in that way, it caused me to focus a little bit more on like what my intentions were with music. Like I've been studying orchestration a lot at Mills, and that's been oh, a, that's great. That's a great <sighs> skill to have God. as a like mm-hmm. just as a solo artist. Absolutely. I mean, as a, as a songwriter. Yep. Because you can actually, like, not only do you now have the language to communicate what you want. To players. In an arrangement, but you also don't necessarily have to depend on anyone. Exactly. Unlike me. (laughs) I don't believe you. Oh, but you better better believe it. (laughs) You better believe it. Well, awesome. I'm I'm excited to hear it. I'm so excited to share it with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. What else has been going on in your in your life uh, beyond oh, music? Oh, so I mean, much. There's school so and stuff, much. but yeah, or you too. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. I'm making a documentary. Film. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what's that about? Let's it. let's get up in it. <laughs> Is that your main? Are you like mainly a film guy, or are you mainly a musician doing film? Like, what's your priority in life? Uh, I'm all of it. Where are your priorities? <laughs> I like yeah. that. I like that. Where yeah. the fuck are your priorities? <laughs> <laughs> Just literally think about it where yeah are you? <laughs> no, no fucking clue <laughs> get your project straight no i'm just kidding i'm so curious <laughs> though what, what um what's the documentary on the documentary is about a community of crypto anarchists who are crypto. have relocated to mexico okay to subvert the state in some vision but uh-huh. uh a few years into it now they're kind of experiencing their own divide oh wow. now does that have to do with like bitcoin 
Exactly. Oh, it does? Okay. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my God. I, I was, was just talking about Bitcoin today. This yeah. motherfucking crazy. So I, I started following <laughs> Bitcoin in 2010 because I had first heard that it had hit $1 parity. Uh, uh, everyone was freaking out in that community because one Bitcoin was worth $1. And, and did you buy any? No. Uh-huh. No. But I Wait, mean, what did you buy? You bought something. I I bought uh, Ethereum. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And how is that doing? Um, I, yeah, let's see, I bought it at $4 and uh-huh. now it's at 600 Shit, dog. Yeah, that's not, it's bad. not bad. It's not bad. Crypto um, boom. It's booming. <laughs> I think I'm about to yeah. buy some coins over here. <laughs> gotta get, yeah. some, gotta I mean, get some crips. Yeah. But anyway, so you, so your documentary is following this group. Yeah, yeah. Mexico. These people right, yeah. believe that the underlying technology, not just Bitcoin, but blockchain, mm-hmm. uh, has the power to reinvent the way societies operate. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that could render the old notion of a nation state useless mm-hmm. and obsolete. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like each like, man for himself type of thing? No, no. Like a, it, it's a barter system? Uh, a barter? Well, well <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, it, it's well, barter. We don't, it's know. we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the we're, like, uh, we're like, we're some dumb dumbs on this subject. Educate us, Todd. Yeah, yeah the, the idea <laughs> is that you would have a, a decentralized currency and competing uh-huh. currencies, so you wouldn't be forced to use the, the one currency that happens to be the law of your land, uh-huh. which just so happens to benefit all of the large financial institutions who right. right. have access oh, yeah, to sure. the supply of that currency. Uh-huh. So <laughs> is the documentary like nearing completion, or is are you just sort of work on it until you feel like you've come to that conclusion or something? I'm going down to Acapulco, which is where it is set. And... I love that restaurant. <laughs> really good chips. Again, yeah, yeah. you know, this is our we're level all... of where we're at with this documentary that you're oh, making. Wait. We're all going Acapulco. out for tacos. Yum. Carne asada. No, I just go for the chips. Just trust me on that. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> you're going down in... Uh, February. February. They have a cool. conference. Oh, until the one in Burbank, right? In LA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a huge, going. huge thing. Uh, <laughs> they have their conference. They have a conference, conference called <laughs> Anarchapulco. Uh, no, uh, really? No, that's not the name. Is that the name? Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. You never told me that. I know, I know you did not just say that. <laughs> no, he did. No, Anark, you did not just say that. <laughs> no, Anark, no, you did not just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you did not just. I don't know. Carry on. Sorry. <laughs> so he's going down in February to right. finish shooting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do most of the principal photography. Awesome. Uh, and cool. yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see that uh, come together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Laura, yeah. what what have you been up to this week? Um, oh, you were man, mentioning. You were mentioning to- oh yeah, I you listened you to about- your episode that you were on of the Max and Nikki podcast. <laughs> Oh, oh, cool! Yeah, so Max and Nikki uh, are Laura's twin brothers. They also oh. have a podcast called Splitting Hairs. Oh no way! I didn't uh, know. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. You know, the podcast run in the family, I guess. Yeah, for them. yeah. Um, the subject so was, recently, was Christmas music. Do you like it or do you not like it? Right, right. right. Dominic took a How? kind of don't like it that much oh, approach. Really? Don't like it that much approach. Don't like it that much approach. Look, that's just the truth of the matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's what's your favorite Christmas song? You have to have a favorite. Uh, I like I, the one that I goes like. Oh, Carol of the Bells. Uh, I mean, that's Carol of the Bells. 
goes I can't believe you didn't recognize it from my beautiful singing voice. I mean, that's basically like I just put on the record. It's like, I don't know what everyone's giving me these weird looks for. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's cool. It's like, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. You like that more? Sure. I mean, I'm not really in a Christmas. Oh, yeah. Who does that again? I remember when you released that. I was, I love that video so much. It's so good. Thank you. Anyways. Anyway, so what's this episode? You listened to the episode. Yeah, I listened to the episode. I liked it. I loved it. Oh, great. But, uh, I enjoyed it. And then I, um, what was I going to do? Oh, yeah. I listened to, uh, um, I listened to the Twins' album after that. The, it, their most recent album called, um, the EP, right? Yeah. Called I Feel Fine. Right. Well, what's their band name? It's really quite good. Little Person. Little Person. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, are they like, <laughs> that's what people think i think you know when they yeah think no no they're it's not it's not it's supposed to be ironic i don't think or something like that i don't know uh but yeah no i i really enjoyed the album so you just had a wine really you, you should check it out you just had a sort yeah. of exploratory weinbach uh week yeah it was kind of just a weinbach the, weekend wait the did depths you? of your own family yeah <laughs> did, did you listen to their album oh uh, yeah yeah i have oh okay yeah uh-huh. i like it that's right you should I yeah, haven't listened to it. I recommend it. I really it. want to hear it. Oh, cool! Yeah, you it's like check classic that out. kind of pop kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like kind of it's like sixties inspired. Mm, pop. Yeah. Okay. okay. What, you, what were you gonna say? I don't think I knew that your family was was all musical as well. I, I know that about uh, the Patzner family. Oh Everybody's yeah. Like they are more musical. It's a real mix. All musical. Yeah. I mean, my mom, she's a pianist, but she doesn't really play as much anymore. My dad does not really play music, but he listens mm. to a lot of music. Like he <laughs> exposed us to like all the kind of music I grew up listening to. That's Awesome. Uh, like jazz stuff and yeah. you know but um but my three brothers are all they all play music oh cool yeah but uh yeah, they're all very good they're very uh, <laughs> i don't know what else what's up with you well tell us tell us everything i got like an email some time ago and I had just been debating whether I was ever going to tell you on the air or off the air. I just really didn't know. <laughs> oh, me? Uh, yeah, you, Laura. Specifically, oh. Laura. But you guys are involved okay. in this now, right. too. You're, you're wrapped up in this uh, story so burrito excited. at this point. Yeah. Uh, so the backstory here is um, I had some work shown at the SF MoMA. Some, like, mm, I remember uh, that. The ice stuff. cream, yeah, right? Yeah, the ice cream. Yeah, that was like, beautiful. Visual. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thanks. Um, basically, like, the next day or maybe the day after... Uh, an email was sent to me, and I'm going to redact his name because I wouldn't want to like, put him on blast or anything. But I got an email, and then I recently was talking with Matt Rome, who also helped me create the visuals, and Matt Rome convinced me that I should just say the story on the podcast. So okay. here we go. Are you you know? read the email? I think I'm going to read oh, the email to you guys because okay. oh, I feel like um, I feel like that's really the best way to get the, the point across yeah, yeah. here. So I give this email. <clears throat> Hi, Dominic. <laughs> Your candy and slow motion work at SF MoMA's party on Friday was rad. Vibrant and homosexual. Oh my god. Definitely sexual. Definitely tantalizing. Oh my god. The effects with the two screens in the white box dance party was very cool. Would there be any way for me to watch it at home? I'd love to experience it without <laughs> distraction. Oh my god. Thank you. Redacted. Ooh. But now, so you but know, you when, one gets, when one gets this email, were you turned on by that? <laughs> was I turned on? No, I was not turned on. But I think somebody else was. Somebody well, was I know, definitely. But were you turned on by the fact that he was turned on by it? No, I was not turned or, on. I mean, by how it. do you feel about the fact that he's jerking you know off I'm to down. your ice cream videos? Well, look, I'm down. That's beautiful. It's I like, think, in a way, it's sort of like a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thing, you know, you really stirred something up. Yeah, in I him. really stirred <laughs> something up. 
I just got that email and I was so just truly mystified. I wonder if he's going to squirt sprinkles out of his penis. Yeah, I well, hope so. And then I was thinking like maybe there's this whole subculture out there of people who are like sexually attracted to ice cream. Maybe. That oh, that's really like hitting that market. That's got to you know? be a thing. There that are people that are There's food of... fetish, right? Yeah, There's... food fetish. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, food fetish. Yeah. I got to tap into that market. Ooh. See, I didn't even think about this when I made it. I mean, it was not the intention. visuals are very like... They are sexual. I, guess, I think I that's true. So. I think like all the slow motion, like the dripping. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm it's thinking a of a particular like peach. Fecal, I guess. I yeah, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I'm excited there, to talk you know, about there, that. You know, there's people that are afraid of cotton balls. Oh, yeah. And then they really? have. Wait, you should tell that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a thing. Like that people sucks. are afraid of cotton balls and potatoes. <laughs> Yeah, there's this episode like a Jerry Springer yes, episode there was. with like someone <laughs> yeah, was yeah, afraid yeah. of like lettuce yeah. oh and an God, iceberg was, had a yeah, lettuce. No, this, oh and there was God. a woman who was just deathly afraid of potato yeah. eyes. And then they wait, had potato a, eyes like the the, the like dimples gr- on potatoes. Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, <laughs> what the "Fuck, that's Are so you specific? afraid of it?" And then they like, "Oh, yeah. and then the woman who was afraid of cotton balls was like, "I don't like cotton. I just don't like it." And then they had a person just dressed up in a giant cotton ball. No, that's yes. me. Come out. And the woman was like, oh, don't do it. <laughs> she anyway, freaks she out. just like started out. crying. and scre- It was so funny. She's like throwing a chair around. She's I mean, like, oh, get me out of here. If anybody out there has not I mean, seen this, me. if I went on well Spurger, worth I would have thrown it. a chair. That's the thing you just got to do. Well, that's what he wants you to do. They have so many spares in the back, I'm sure. They're like it's ready so for you to break a chair. It's so funny, though. It is so outrageous. And then there was another woman who was like afraid of peaches <laughs> i well, kind of get that in a way because it's like clear of they're kind of like furry and weird and lifelike oh, i love them mm, but they're so they're so sensual they're so sensual and they so are fuzzy. but they seem they're like, like weird a fuzzy, creatures i think they're sort of like just a slightly hairy sort of buttocks you know <laughs> yeah just like ever so slightly with sort of peach fuzzies we've sort all of, thought it and we've know. all used that emoji for that <laughs> oh, reason oh yeah peach is like major major butt emoji for yeah. sure oh really you stick I the eggplant and the peach here's what you do yeah you get that it eggplant could be a vagina I oh, thought yeah. that's what it's supposed to be. Oh, no, no, no. No, that's no. a butt. No, it's a big old butt right yeah. there. Peaches Pe- are an uh, like age-old, uh, no. you know. Also age-old butt. <laughs> giant. I've got to agree with Dominic on this. That's a butt. You could really look at oh, it. Oh, my God. What about the song Millions of Peaches by the President of the United States of America? Yeah, that's about butts. No, that's about <laughs> vagina. I like butts. Okay, I'll lie. I swear to you, it's about a vagina. Could be. Or it's about a <laughs> that's butt. That's why he's like, millions of Wait. peaches. Where? <laughs> you may as well just be saying millions of pussies. <laughs> we should do our own version. Yeah, could yeah, be. yeah, yeah. Could it could be a duet. Yeah, <laughs> it could be a duet where one of you is talking about butts and one of you is talking about. Oh my god, vajayjay. that'd be so yeah, pretty. It's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> you guys could both be like, yeah, and then it's like you come together in the middle of a song. You're like, wait a sec. I think I know what you're talking about, and then you'd be like, "Oh my god, I think I know what you're talking about." I feel like and we could like develop beautiful... this into like an, an opera, it could or develop something. Like a musical. And... Yeah, you guys could meet each other eye to eye and understand each other's, you know, uh, it's developing interpretations of mm. what a peach could mean to you. Yeah. You know? More on that later. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, we could just get right on into this uh, film if you guys. Is there are anything ready. else? I mean, we could keep talking about food fetish. We Wait, could. There was I mean, look. Else that I wanted to mention, but I. Yeah, food fetishes? You got no, any? something that happened. Or do you have any food fetishes? Ice cream? Huh? Do, do I? Yeah, have do you have any food fetishes? Fetish? Who knows? I mean, I'm not really a fetish type. <laughs> no? 
Not really. No. Not a single have one. You ever put, have you ever put, well, like, I mean, just I a, love have you ever incorporated, stuff. like, a strawberry? <laughs> yeah, have you, you ever, ever like, some chocolate? put oh. whipped cream all over Anton? <laughs> Sorry, Anton. I haven't done well, that. We don't have to talk about it. Could it could be cool. I mean, look. You'd be down? Anything to make something taste better is fine with me. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. But exactly. Actually, okay, I know what I fetishize. <laughs> oh, yes. Do tell. Do tell. Period piece dramas. <laughs> God, I thought That's you were going to say something else for a second. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Wait, so. Like no, uh, like like could have been just a like a like a beautiful Victorian set. Yeah, <laughs> I could get into that. You know, yeah. what I mean? oh, like, like you were in it. You know, if well, you... like in the most recent episode of Outlander, there was it like the last. Oh last... God, that's Wait, do you watch so that show? Sexy. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> I mean, it's oh. not like. Yeah, there are moments, you know, but there are also some cringeworthy moments where oh, you're like, yeah. oh, God, don't do it. But no, <laughs> I love that uh, in the end, I mean, spoiler or whatever, on the, they're on this boat and it's like this beautiful, like 19th century pirate ship. Yeah. And there's like these Ooh. gorgeous French windows and like the the window panels have this golden sun going through them. And it's like just this kind of mm-hmm. heavenly kind of vibe. And I thought... I could get into that. <laughs> and I, I like I that's like, a good fetish. I don't know. It just makes me think like I want to be there and I right. want to do that. <laughs> the serenity of the moment, you know. It is. You no, know, there's something really to it. Stir something out. Lighting. You know? It's all about the lighting, you know. And uh, anyway, we can keep going. Anyway, let's talk about this movie. I'm anxious to talk uh, about this movie. Finally. Um, so how we're gonna do this is we will start with no spoilers. Okay. Um, so just for the first part of our conversation, right. we'll just talk more just about whether we like the movie okay. or not, and just general stuff but just no plot details yet okay and then we'll make it very clear for the audience when we're going to start getting into spoilers and then it's all bets are off first things first yeah you did not tell me that army hammer was in it oh you didn't know i when we were talking about what movie we were going to see and it was kind of like back and forth on this movie and this movie like if if that would have been on the table it would have been hands down this movie instantly (laughs) oh i didn't know you were an army 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 hammer what, yeah, what, what his name's super. I always weird. just want to say Armin Hammer. Like the That's fine. Army Hammer. He was the, the older man. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, Oliver? Yes. Yes, Oliver, yes. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Let's oh. just briefly say what he this was. Movie. Oliver. He was it. No. So dreamy. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um just briefly before we get into it, I just want to yeah. like give a quick little synopsis of what yep. the movie's about in case people don't know. Um so this movie uh takes place in nineteen eighty three, um, in sort of an Italian villa. I think it just said somewhere in northern somewhere. Italy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, uh, it's about a 17 year old named Elio, uh, and he's living with his family and, uh, a new person comes in and, uh, he's like an intern mm-hmm. for, for his dad. Um, he's maybe like late twenties or something, or maybe early thirties or I don't know. Mm-hmm. What would you think? Uh, I would say like late twenties. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, um, basically they start to, uh, develop a friendship that that turns into something more and i think that's uh Mm. that would be a sort of end of the end of the line spoiler wise you know um but yeah so i would love to start with uh one of you guys if you want to do you do you want to start talking about your yeah like like what what uh yeah like did you like this movie i wanted to be in this movie (laughs) yeah but i know what you mean it really it was one of those films that created a world oh yeah i felt very sucked in Mm mm-hmm like I, I, yeah, I actually felt like I was in that world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what else would uh, did you did you like the movie or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I loved it. I thought it was really, really great. It was really moving. I felt I laughed quite a few times, and I definitely cried. Mm-hmm. Definitely cried. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um, 
So you I, loved it. I, I loved it. I can definitely say that I loved it. I cool. thought it was fantastic. It was visually really striking in a way where like even the scenes that were very long and very you know focusing on not nothing in particular maybe just landscape or trees or something mm-hmm. like it, it was really all very captivating oh yeah they, the setting of this movie is just gorgeous you, ca- you so kind of can't go wrong with and it and also I mean, they really captured you know this this film takes place in summer mm-hmm. and it really captures that feeling of summer of I just agree. being warm yeah. and and like eating fruit and mm-hmm. and like yeah just like swimming swimming i keep like stopping myself yeah because i I don't want to say too much no they they hang out a lot by like little water holes and pools spoilers that's not a (laughs) a spoiler alert (laughs) Uh, there's a lot of topless men there's a lot of topless men there's quite a lot of topless men you know uh laura what did you think of this movie no, I'm kidding. Oh my god! I fucking loved it. Oh yeah, I loved it. I, loved, I seriously yeah. was like, I wanted to just walk out of the theater and go, "That was amazing, mm-hmm. yeah. truly amazing." Yeah. Like it was just a it's, work of art. Yeah, yeah, and really poignant and just not contrived and everything about good filmmaking was in this movie, except for one little complaint I would have about the end but well we'll talk about that later but okay. Okay. i really just loved it i can't say enough how much i love and i do not say that lightly you mm. know i know i just i really yeah. really thought it was beautiful yeah. absolutely beautiful and just everything about it was just so good i want to mention mm-hmm. the score i mean i, oh, yeah. I was oh, already yeah. very excited for the music well, I love because Sufjan i knew Stevens, oh, yeah. Stevens yeah, had done yeah. it but oh my god they the way that they built tension even yeah. in scenes that there was no tension resolved there was no no yeah. build happening mm-hmm. there was something that worked so well mm-hmm. with the the movement that like the chord progressions created and mm-hmm. i mean i've been since i've been at mills i've been studying a lot of film music yeah, and yeah. that's a huge passion of mine is, yeah. is like scoring for picture mm-hmm. and the whole film i was just thinking like god this works in such a strange oh, this way was it's beautiful. It was lots so of good. pianos and yeah. i thought he did a great job it was very sparse well i mean i loved too. like i love all the instrumental score mm. yeah we'll talk more about the yeah. like songs the sufjan songs but good. i just so sufjan, thought we should mention what what kim was talking about is sufjan made a few uh, sufjan stevens who's a indie uh Dominic's star. He's he's my future husband. Uh, He's he's my biggest crush, really. Uh, Yeah, that's who Sufjan Stevens is. Dude, I bet Sufjan was like really sexually into this. Oh, dude. He was like Sufjan. We can talk about that. Like basically, I think Sufjan was like, "That's me." (laughs) That is (laughs) fucking Sufjan. That little kid is Sufjan. Here's the deal, Sufjan. I mean, that kid. He's got to be gay. Definitely. He's not out. They both were hot. But Sufjan, if you're listening, it's okay. You can talk to me. I will uh, DM you my number on Instagram. Um, we'll okay, figure this out together. Sufjan. I really feel like you could have a beautiful thing. Just just open up about it. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. really it's fine. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> you can you can uh, do your little hidden. Uh, he's getting closer with this film. He's getting he's getting I mean, there. Like he it's, keeps hinting. Yeah. he keeps hinting at his gay fan base in so many ways through his whole <laughs> career that he is gay like he he slips in like really? male pronouns when he's talking about people that he's like fallen for in his songs oh. and stuff and i'm like Sufi, don't do this to me <laughs> you know i can't handle this i can't listen to your music and just like think about you falling for another man and not be like just fantasizing about that you know what i mean I, yeah but just the last Sorry, yeah. part i think that i this was maybe my favorite movie of the year. I mean, like, wow, yeah. Compare because I also really liked the Florida Project, and I also really liked mm. Disaster Artist. But mm. this was really special. I think. Wow. 
yeah timelessly like just yes. amazing oh, yeah. i i think it's it's my favorite film of the it's year. Incredible. and i love like the dynamics between the characters are just the acting was so phenomenal. like it was so natural and yeah. like so uh it was paced really well and just the the direction was outstanding and mm. um just the chemistry was so mm. good mm. you know it was yeah. all there it was all there and yeah. uh really like contemplative and like just you know, really capturing a feel and and like going beyond words, and mm-hmm. it, it like yes, it transcended. That's huge. It, it really was transcendent. Did. Yeah, it spoke when there was no dialogue. Yeah, I the totally images spoke agree volumes. with you. Yeah, and the, like the yeah, it was capturing like I think feelings that you are like almost intangible. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like there were just certain moments where feelings you're like of longing and pain, or and you like, can't absolutely. even like I couldn't even put a word to what was going on, but it was like you definitely, I think, connect with it somehow. But it was like. Yeah, just these moments between, you know, the two main characters where, mm. like, you're not sure what's going on, what they're feeling, what mm-hmm. he's feeling, what they're feeling, and yet there's, it's like a strong feeling, you know? Oh, yeah. I just thought that was really good. What do yeah. you think? You loved it. <laughs> I loved this movie. Yeah. I I also just felt like it was totally masterful. Uh, I felt like it was deeply moving. Uh, I felt like it was very realistic. Um it had a lot of it just felt like it had a lot of insight it felt like it was really coming from a a real place and yeah i mean the the cinematography was brilliant in this movie mm-hmm. the colors were mm-hmm. incredible i mean you can't go wrong with that setting like italy <laughs> somewhere in italy wherever the fuck this was right. in italy italian it was countryside beautiful. in the summer of italian 1980 whatever it's just like yeah it's like and everything <laughs> just fed into that so so well like really putting you like you said uh putting you in that uh, space like you really feel mm-hmm. like you're inhabiting this movie it's not even just like you're watching it it really feels like you're just with these characters through this yeah, uh, sort absolutely. of time period it's very of the sensual summer. it's very in sensual. all yes. meanings of the word like it's sensory yeah driven i totally agree it's very sensory driven um yeah. you know i i think uh i think it's it, it's uh as far as like gay cinema goes too i also think this is maybe one of the most beautifully done gay love stories i've ever seen oh my god and i will say I have had, strangely in my past, like a fantasy about gay guys. <laughs> like basically, if I were ever to be attracted to like two guys together, uh-huh. this yeah, is they're, it. They're pretty like, perfect. For me no, too, Laura, like, I understand what you're no, saying. Right. Yes. I actually, I swear to God, I had a dream oh. one time about a guy that was gay and he like, the only way I could describe it was like an Italian, like Romanesque kind of sculpture of like a boy man, like a kind uh-huh. of you know like a sort of yeah so the, like the one of the characters of, in the film right, exactly yeah. well yeah they were obviously going for this kind of ambiguous ambiguous like roman sculpture kind of vibe right mm-hmm. and and like that kid i mean this sounds weird but like if he was a little older of course but well, the actor's he 22. looked like my the fantasy we can talk about him it's fine he's, he's 22 but then together, those two together it was like oh my god that was like totally that fantasy that i had and i was like whoa it was like they read my mind i feel like i've had that same fantasy i don't know like and as soon as i saw army hammer i was like please let him be one of the main characters please god please (laughs) that's so funny that you didn't know that he was like one of the main characters that's awesome it's like my dream is him he's he's a handsome fellow they're both they're both both very handsome like they're truly like they're like sculptures (laughs) i mean they're like they're like works of art well the whole like the the greek 
Yeah, they, theme they were in supposed, the film as well. It was perfect. But before they even introduced right. the Greek art, I was thinking like, dude, there's these are like these some kind of like Italian Marble Renaissance sculptures. Well, yeah. Like they're just Laura putting did miss these... the opening credits and in the opening credits. I did. They did, sorry. They did have like a bunch of oh, Rome. Right. Uh, That's they right. had a bunch of sculptures. Oh, really? They had a bunch of bronze sculptures. Yeah. That was the, the boy, material. The, bronze. Um, or what's his name? El- Elio. Elio. He he looks like a sculpture that I've seen mm. before uh, mm-hmm. when I was in Europe. I mean, and and he no, he's very. He handsome. totally embodies <laughs> that whole feeling, you know, uh-huh. just his whole like persona and vibe oh, and his vibe. Oh yeah, love it. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Very... Yeah, it was good. No, and his personality. Really good. I like... will say this, just a disclaimer. I'm not that in. Like, I don't find myself attracted to like two guys all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's just no. They have to be attractive about. guys. Well, I guess this was an example of that. <laughs> <laughs> something about his hair. I'm a big fan of curly hair. I don't oh, know. yeah. Like I mean, that, his just, hair. His hair was just like it was a renaissance. <sighs> it was great. It was yeah. an Italian renaissance sculpture. <laughs> they picked was, him right. Yeah. What did he look casting like? Casting was great. Like, great like casting, a, everybody. Uh, everybody involved. Certain Good depictions job. of Puck that I've seen, you know, like in Roman sculpture. Oh. Or, well, maybe not oh, Roman oh. sculpture, but yeah. Or, I don't know. There's like these sculptures. Mm-hmm. of puck that i've seen he looks like that kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's good it looks good um and Gorgeous. i will also say that <laughs> i think uh another thing i wanted to mention uh in uh, as as much as without getting into spoilers i also <laughs> feel like the way that they handled certain themes about their evolution um was unique uh like it it was not always what you see in these sort of like uh like gay romance films where like there are there i've seen a lot of gay love films or whatever gay gay romance kind of films Mm. and there's many beats that happen that happen here slightly differently and i really appreciated that i feel like and i'll get into details what you're talking about though the the fact that i feel like it was framed not as like a gay love story no, but yeah, as a exactly, love story exactly and that exactly. was really that, that, i was gonna say yeah. it yes. transcended it, like gay it, it really it did it was just because yeah. there, there was, was also and that was the most beautiful yeah. thing to me about this film there were elements yeah. of heterosexual romance uh-huh. gay romance oh, and like yeah. that all kind of just but it was like they had and yeah. was just love totally yeah, it's it really great it's a love movie it's yeah and that's what i mean like uh this movie exactly like you said transcends it needing to be like an LGBT movie right. or whatever. It's not no, like it's that. Not. It's just it's like a love its own story. Thing. And and I actually it's t- it's, I, yeah, I yeah, thought that that was mm. really moving and touching mm-hmm. to me because yeah. it's so rare that you see that in cinema. It's always like, oh, that's the gay right. love story, right. you know. Right. And, and I think yeah. there was a time when that was really important. And mm-hmm. I mean, just where I feel that we are at right now in in this time, yeah. it's like it it is. To me, it's always been normal for people to be gay. Like right, right. Lo- gay love stories have always just been love stories to mm-hmm, me, and mm-hmm. I feel like that is becoming more understood. You know, like it yeah, doesn't have right, to be definitely. framed in a specific way. Yeah, yeah. And it just summarized that it like brought where we're at, I guess, maybe as a culture yeah. uh, with this sort of shift, I suppose. And it just it's just mature. It's just like a mature way to go mm. about it. Really, it's not it's not taking into consideration. I think. Uh, and as it shouldn't, it's not. T- it's not like making it need to be something when it doesn't need to be anything. It can just be what it is. Right. And then you, as the viewer, at any time period, could watch this movie, and it just it is what it is. You know, Absolutely. take from it what you will. You know. 
Uh, is there anything else that anybody wanted to say just uh, without any plot details? Mm, see this I, movie. Mm, it's excellent. See it. Oh, it's, absolutely see I it. I would highly recommend, highly recommend it, it yeah. no matter what you identify as. Oh, yeah, definitely. As, as long like, as you just see love this, love, a, you should see it. If you like it. good cinema. Yeah, <laughs> that like, too. You know, it's just yep. an extremely well-made movie. Yeah. It's um, like, it's on par to me with like Picnic at Hanging Rock, like in terms of how much I liked it. Wow. And how much it captured a vibe for me. Oh, that, that's great to hear. That's, I haven't seen really that. Awesome. Now I really want to oh see whatever God. that is. Oh, it's so like her, one of her favorite movies oh, ever. <laughs> okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> cool. Well, let's get into spoilers then. Um, so if you haven't seen Call Me By Your Name and you care about spoilers, which, you know, I do think that you shouldn't know everything about this movie. I think you should just go see it. Yeah. Uh, then now be the time to tune out. There was a scene in the film that was one of my favorite scenes where... Uh, the father sat on the couch. The mother comes over with a book, mm-hmm. and the that. son laid across the mm. father's lap and into the mother's lap. Yeah. And right. it was just such a beautiful dynamic he had with his parents, mm-hmm. like such right. a, an Open easy closeness. Like right. I, it's something that I think should be cultivated in like a parent-child relationship. Those moments of physical and and mental closeness. Totally, mm. it, it was, was so beautiful. That mm-hmm. that was one of my mm-hmm. favorite scenes in the whole film. Yeah. That with the openness talking about sex with the child. Right. Well. We did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was another thing. There was a scene where he, you were talking about, he mentioned like, oh, I almost had sex with that girl last right. night. Right. And then his like, dad's just like, why did <laughs> you? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. And also something I wanted to say too is, yeah, Elio is constantly framed in a very sexual kind of way. And I think that is oh, because yeah. we he's see going, his V quite a bit. <laughs> I think that's because he, <laughs> he's going, he's like figuring himself out in the process of this film uh, sexually you know i mean Very he's much with so. he's with this girl he's with uh, child. first no, um <laughs> so. and then you know he is like uh, there's sort of like a fluidity to his sexuality in right. throughout the film he's not bound by any like it seems like no, he doesn't classify right. himself in any i mean way. this is like these are his first it appears to be that these are like his first feelings of love and right. first feelings of lust right and in a way to me it seems like uh you know Perhaps he even had some lust in a different way for that girl. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Oh, he... that their scene was very hot. <laughs> Short, but it was hot. No, sure, I mean yeah. they had a, they did have like a sexual chemistry that was clearly yeah. like charged. Yeah, yeah, know? totally. But mainly yeah. it was all because of him. Like he was charged. Well, because he was charged <laughs> up by this other man. I mean, how Something I took like that, that scene was that, or not that scene, but just the whole their whole dynamic, his dynamic with this other girl, younger girl. Um, was that you know this older man entering into this boy's life like awakened his sexuality, it, absolutely. I think and then that he as well. didn't know where to channel that energy because he's mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck? Uh, I'm attracted to a guy, or maybe this is one of the first times he's feeling like mm-hmm. a deep attraction to a man." Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "I don't even know what to do with this," and he just kind of like puts it's like he puts this energy into this girl who is just also interested in him, and you know, um, they have sex, but it's like not really what he's searching for. No, it, it seemed pretty pretty genuine to me. Yeah. The sex scene with the girl? Yeah, yeah. I, he I talks mean, about how he it felt really good. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. But maybe they just, uh, they didn't clearly have the emotional connection no. I yeah, think, yeah, that he has exactly. with Oliver. Because Oliver, like, challenges him, you know, intellectually, I guess. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, they're in love. Which mean, is that's another like parallel to the whole, like, Greek idea. I don't know. Mm, um, right. To me, it felt like that was his true first experience with love yeah uh, and I, I mean i guess to to yeah. ar- support your argument though he did 
stick his dick in a peach and that <laughs> caused the same reaction. Yeah, let's just get, to that. Yeah, let's just get to that right away. Wait, as so, being for the argument for what? That he just exploring? That, that it was just like channeling <laughs> just his right. energy. You know what? It, yeah, the thing is, he channeled it into a peach. Yeah. <laughs> well, we knew the details of the peach scene, but I think, I think actually I, ultimately with that peach scene, I think that actually did have a lot to, maybe even. It was symbolic. For I what, thought the what, peach was a vagina the whole time. Yeah, but see, I think <laughs> to me, that's what that represented. Well, was I the think vagina. it can. I think it can just present. Re- I represent. still think it's a butt. But the way he stuck his finger in it was like a butt. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely, well, that was totally like a to <laughs> like me, a fuzzy butthole. Well, the other thing too. Is I mean, like, there's lots of silly ways that I, I, there was. There he's was removing the of... seed. He's removing the hard part. That was symbolic, like the taking out of the seed and then it's virginity. Tossing. To me, that peach oh. scene was totally like him debating whether he's ready to like have sex like that's what that was about to me with this man i mean he had already had sex with this woman but to him no i thought that, he already had no sex they, with had, the guy. they had had this sex was after that they point. had had sex yeah yeah it, it was. was totally well then maybe <laughs> it, it's still it still actually be, was about yeah. him, like Virgi- but maybe to, he to didn't penetrate we don't. We actually know. So yeah, we don't. We don't know actually what happened. That that was an interesting thing. Was the sex scene was was very very left open they Very open, yeah. Yeah. they didn't really show anything it was all i yeah, think they, they didn't just show the anything. shot was so just the trees <laughs> god they Look, like they kept it. panning down think, and then they just stopped but i also think that there is something nice about leaving it i know i know totally i wouldn't have minded my i would have not been mad <laughs> <I wouldn't laughs> yeah. it certainly was not a gratuitous in any way like no like which i really respect and appreciate i think it's ultimately the the right choice i mean i think the choice that they made to keep it vague was the right thing to do. it was yeah but Um, it was so cool like the way oh sorry what (laughs) why why like what do we have to gain from hiding that information I mean, if anything, it's just left up to our imagination. And this is coming from somebody who, like, really wanted more more in the film. But I More dick is what you're saying. More dick. I, I wanted more dick. That's, I'll be honest. There was zero dick. There was zero dick. So, you know, if you're... If you're like, not even an outline of, all, of a dick. You know? Not even, like... Oh, there was an outline of dick. No, there wasn't. Oh, yes. There Where was. was it? Remember when he's, like, all up on the girl and then, like, and he, like, adjusts his dick or whatever? Because he's, like... I didn't see outline. But I didn't see any outline. I mean, he, well, like, touched her the dick, but no, I was looking. <laughs> there was a suggestion that there was a dick there somewhere. No, we, but... Yeah. Um, what was but the say? peach. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> the peach scene. I so. just thought that was so beautifully done. Like, when he puts the peach down mm-hmm. on the bedside, I, like... The, Certainly rem- reminded me of Laolo. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they're filmed. Or, another, but, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Another that. movie that we... Another oh. Italian... Well, actually, no, it's French-Canadian, but anyway. Anyways. Yeah, there was just something... I mean, that the whole scene was really sensual and really symbolic. Yes, but then, like, sensual. I was really surprised that they chose like when when the peach gets set down like the the cum dripping out of it cum. i was like wow all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. looked good it was great hey whoever made was that it... fake cum it looked good yeah was it not an apricot though no oh, apricots it... are little right apricots are little how, they're how the ones that are like apricot? a little more bright orange yeah you okay. know they're like a little softer whereas a peach is like harder bigger it's interesting that it was a peach too and like fuzzier and it's like a little more multicolored from the tree i knew something was going on there like i was like okay this is like a situation Mm -hmm. adam and eve situation but it's like i knew i knew it as soon as he took 
like a bite in bed i was like he's gonna fuck the peach Mm -hmm. i just knew i (laughs) well no they were definitely yeah hinting at that and him just like dripping it all over himself more than more than him just like sticking his dick in a peach and coming in it like i think there was a real uh you know sense of that it was like him him like not even knowing what to do with his sexual energy like being Mm. confused with I think that was like the epitome of confusion for him. Because remember, mm-hmm. like the next scene is uh, uh, Oliver comes comes in, and uh, and he cries. You right, know? that surprised me. Because I, uh, I think he was like really conflicted about. He felt like it to me. That was actually. I mean, I started tearing up myself yeah, at that point because too. that was like him, at least in my mind. Uh, not being sure if it's right to to be feeling. Well, I think what there was, was there was a little bit of that, but also in my mind, it was a moment where he really realized it wasn't all sex. He really mm-hmm. loved this person too. Right. Well, and he, and he asks him like, "Am I sick or something like that?" Didn't he? Right, say, like, that that too. Is there, or yeah. why are you doing this to me? Like, am I sick or you know? Right. Uh, and I think that's like that's like really intense, you know. And I, and I think maybe yeah. for him, it was like trying to figure out if, if a peach could could do the trick or something you know right I mean? like if he could if he could get off on a peach then maybe, maybe he doesn't, it doesn't need a man, mean you know? that he's yeah maybe he can just have sex with anything right but, but i think he obviously realized that it's much more than sex you know love is much more than just that but yeah i thought it was interesting how um well there's the first like hint that they're gonna get involved like physically when they're at the pool you know and right. that first scene where they actually, like, like, where he tells them that, or, you know, or not, no. They, Aren't they walking around that statue Sorry, they, in the they are. I love that scene, yeah. but then they end up going to the pool. And, and the then, volleyball like, scene where he, like, gives them a massage. Oh, well, that's yes. in the very beginning, but I'm talking yeah. about when oh. they're by the pool, and then Oliver, or, they, they kiss. And it's, like, a mm. very beautiful, like, Oh, in the oh, field? Oh, in oh, the my field, God. right, by the, like, Wait, river. I thought they were Their in the pool. Their first kiss is when they're in that or, field. Or in that yeah. river, t- then they end gorgeous. up. They end up lying on the so grass, wonderful. and it's just like so heavenly and romantic. Mm. And you want them to just go for it right then and there, but they don't. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that where they actually first really do have, I think, a sexual encounter is in a dark room, not in a like nature setting. You know what I mean? Like it definitely took okay. that feeling of like timelessness away to a degree, well, and think- made it more gritty and like kind of like i think it was still carnal? a hidden thing yes it was hidden exactly it's but like, it was like it is the forbidden fruit in in a sense at that point because especially elio uh doesn't really realize i think that his parents would be okay to... with that happening right. you know yeah i know point. but it it's like i think that that scene represented kind of like the fear of doing something wrong you mm-hmm. know what i mean whereas like when they're in the nature setting even though the idea of doing something wrong was still kind of in his head because he knew, like he obviously was questioning like is it okay to be gay or whatever mm. it seemed like very natural and easy to just kiss him in that field you know what mm. i mean but then when we when they're in the dark room it was like it felt more i don't know for lack of a better word like sinful or something mm. like that now i think we should talk about the some fly. of the ending stuff <laughs> Oh, the fly. I was going to bring up the fly. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. What, what, what do you what... guys, what is your take on the, on the fly? That oh, imagery, on the tree. It, it just kept coming back. Right, so right, 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 right. What was that to you guys? Oh, I only noticed it in the last shot. Oh, oh no, it was in flies, so flies many scenes. Oh. I, to me, that just 
added to the summer to the summer fruit but then it came back in winter too do you think it was yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, oh, it was on purpose oh, i don't yeah. i mean maybe it was on purpose it probably was but a part maybe of me doesn't not. even want to think about it right. i kept thinking I, <laughs> about it as like a a persistent uh, yeah i don't i don't like really away. obvious motifs or symbolisms at, mm-hmm. i'm sure it's yeah. in there intentionally yeah. for sure i mean because it happens yeah. All also the because they kept blurring in and out but of also, focus on it. Like, right. that's intentional. It was right. also interesting how their power dynamics shifted, like, from the beginning where oh, right. clearly, like, he talks about how Oliver is arrogant and he, you know, is kind of, like, succumbing to him more so than, like, it seems like Oliver is in the position of power in the mm. beginning. And then after they hook up, it's, like, totally changed, you know? It's almost like Oliver it feels is more afraid. Even. Well, actually, it feels like the 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 power is on is on Elio Elio's shoulders. Like like he, yeah. If he were to like abandon Oliver at that point, Oliver had the potential to like go crazy. I think. Well, but yeah. ultimately, where it ended up, I mean, I think we should talk about it the was, ending. Yeah, because we should wrap this up fairly soon. But uh, you know, obviously, was... Oliver mm. get uh, he's he's getting engaged, and that's sort of like where we're left is. Right. No, Elio's heart is broken. I mean, you know, uh, both of their Ob- hearts are broken. I think. Uh, absolutely. I mean, he yeah. says on the phone, "I remember everything." Mm-hmm. Right. Right, but I mean, it's the distance and what can they do? You know? yeah. It's just the world that they live in would not. It doesn't work for that dynamic. I, that's the reality. I, I didn't really get the impression that Oliver's heart was broken, though. And the oh, way really? he left, he he seemed kind of at peace. He seemed appreciative I without it ended. his first love or maybe yeah he was yeah just like he was embracing the sadness like his father told him to do like he was just feeling it and like just being with it well he, yeah he's the more mature obviously of the two characters and or not oliver it sorry, could be implied right. that oliver has had other loves in his life potentially and i think this story is more about El- it's elio's perspective of this which is first love this is his first time feeling something truly right. deep with somebody. And, um, you know, I think they both feel very deeply for each other, but I think perhaps how I interpreted it, of course it's all up to interpretation, though. It's not like we get definitive answers here. Mm. But to me, I kind of felt like Oliver just has learned how to maybe deal with this a little better. Mm. At, whereas Elio, it's like, your first time falling in love with somebody, you don't know the fuck you're doing, you know? You just, like, <laughs> feel shit, and you're like, uh, you don't even know how to handle it, you know? And so it's, it's like... That's I, not just the first time. That's just... No, it is a, it is every happens. time to a degree. But there is something about, like, first love, I of think. Of course, of course. That um, you just don't even first know how love, to fucking deal with it. First love, first heartbreak, yeah. Yeah, first heartbreak. It's Absolutely. like, you don't even have that in your, like, repertoire of... You know, um, uh, how am I going to deal with this new emotional baggage? You know, was, it's like there was something about the end too. I mean, so many things about that scene m- turned me into a sympathetic crier. I mean, there's it, you're about like the very final scene. Yes, okay. where he's sitting in the living room, looking into the fire, and he's that crying. And I beautiful. Mean, and you hear like all the domestic sounds behind him, mm-hmm. like the plates being set on the table, and all these like, and the world goes on. Oh, you know, yeah, exactly. That was the feeling. It's like no matter what, like he's in this world of pain but everything is just happening around him that scene or that shot i should say uh i thought was completely incredible deeply moving 
I mean, wasn't it annoying how they turned the fucking movie theater lights on while it was still that on. was bullshit. I could yeah. not yeah. Embarcadero that. Theater, if you're movies listening, movies don't end bullshit at, at when the credits start. First I know, off. Oh, and it's especially so this film, people like, getting up during the fucking end credits. I know. It's, I know. it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who leaves? I know. The, it's like Monsters. so clearly still happening. Like, oh my god, I don't want to see any names on the screen. I got to get out of here. I know. It's like. How could you possibly leave during that moment? It was seriously one of the most like intense, heartbreaking moments of the whole film. Absolutely. You're like just you're it's such an internal thing. I mean, that is like you see that and I just don't know how you couldn't connect that to your own feelings of like love or heartbreak in, in the past, you know, and like just be like going off in your mind and about like with these... the Sufjan song, like you said, yeah, in the gorgeous. background, like those lyrics and that just the irked me a little bit, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I didn't like the use of the song. Too sentimental? Enough. It was just very... I mean, they knew what they were doing. To me, it was like... It was over the top. Like, melodramatic. Like, the lyrics were so, you know, spot on or whatever. Would you have preferred instrumental music then? Or no music, yeah. Uh, I just don't like no it. No music when would have been powerful. It would have been. I agree. That thing that I think maybe would have been the better. It was just a little cheesy to have like a love song with these lyrics about I know. love I, I But ate it didn't it up. matter. It was, I, I, like I ate it all up. I didn't. It didn't matter to me. I love Sufi so much. <laughs> that was my so main, my only complaint was that one, that one thing, that use of that song. Well, and yeah. I kind of also, there was one other song with lyrics that I didn't really... That, that did feel very yeah. strange, though, actually, like having songs with lyrics it that kind of played on the storyline. It, it was a little, in a way, distracting. And then my sentimental side was like, oh, my God, I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I loved it. I mean, <laughs> to like be it, honest, it, it, it's like a music video. It made it more finite and kind of like more obvious, you know, like it was stating the obvious and kind of, yeah, it was limiting it a little bit. I mean, I, I hear where you're coming expansive. from, but to me, the, the music was so beautiful that it it it. It transcended that for me a little bit. Like I, I, think, I actually did get lost in the emotion in the three. Yeah. There's three scenes where there are Sufjan songs with lyrics. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just because I also just really love Sufjan's music, but I felt like you're on a first name basis. <laughs> did call you? Do you're, you're a fan, right? Okay. What's up? Yeah. Uh, yes, but I'm I think people, too, people had similar feelings about The Graduate when Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that they they did write that. The, the song specifically for that film, right? Mrs. Robinson? Yeah. yeah. But I think a lot of people had similar well, feelings. That songs. was like, that was kind of new to that time in film, having like lyrical content over it. And I, I, another film comes to mind, um, Harold and Maude, with Cat mm. Stevens' music, where, where you have like a pretty heavy scene, mm-hmm. and the lyrical content in a way is like mirroring what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. I think that was a, a weird thing for people. I kind of love it. I don't know. I'm a big fan of music videos, too. I know you are. Yeah, <laughs> I love music videos. Don't get me wrong. But just in this particular yeah. situation, it made it kind of cheesy, I guess. Mm. Or it made it really too sappy or something. Uh, and then one last thing I wanted to get to, too, is yeah. the scene where the dad talks to him on the couch oh, towards the end of the God. movie. Oh, that was really good. Uh, that was such Not a only were, were the performances scene. incredible, but I specifically wanted to say that that is what i was talking about earlier with like uh the sort of gay love story not really going through all of the major beats that always happen one of these sorts of things like really what often happens is the parents are not okay and then it's like a sort of blowout situation or you know but that scene was so deeply moving because he did understand you know it was like he really wanted to connect with 
Elio and 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 let him know that it was like okay. Yeah. And that actually is like so much more impactful to me, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. It oh, was... do you think the dad had also had an almost gay experience? Was he trying to say that, or was it more just like? We don't know. You couldn't it, like, tell. Maybe it was vague yeah, in that way. Maybe he just meant he almost was able to fall in love with somebody, but he never actually did. Uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. Which is interesting because he's saying that he wasn't even. He is not there with the mother. Sure. Like he I hasn't mean, there's gotten plenty to that of, point with the mom. Of married couples that <laughs> yeah you know aren't are in love. You know, I, or maybe the love is gone. Maybe it's you know? not. It's like more than just quote unquote love. I think there was like mm. it's like transcendence or something. Well, it, it's it is in some sense about. Uh, dodging love or giving up on love because of external pressures which i think is something anyone can go through Mm -hmm. regardless Mm -hmm. of your sexual orientation Mm -hmm. Um, there are so many factors in life that can contribute to that so i think absolutely it was it was kind of vague in that sense and it and i think that's a, a way that this film did come across as more than just a like a gay love story is that it, it feels like it made a conscious effort to connect the characters universally rather than within this specific subculture. I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is an incredible movie. Uh, I think we yeah. should probably wrap it up. But and Oliver, what are, Oliver looks final? good for sure. Like, <laughs> Oliver looks good. Man, they <laughs> both look they good. Did, like, his body was like so perfect. Uh, his voice, too. Oh, I, I want both that Both of their voice. voices. Really? Honestly. Oh, his, his Superman voice. Yeah, yeah. You kind of like your radio broadcaster voice sounds a little bit like that. I gotta work on it. It's pretty cool. It was like a yeah, it was like a Greek god or something. Oh man, I was just eating it up. Both of them are just like they really have a vibe. Beautiful. Just everything. I think we need a central relationship. We need a sequel. (laughs) No, no, God, please, no. (laughs) Oh God, no, no, no. What? Um, Yeah. I would watch that again though. Sequel with more dick. Yeah, more, yeah, dick, more dick. Yeah, there's gonna be some porn spinoffs, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, thank God. I'll let you, I'll let you know how they are. Keep an eye. Keep <laughs> an eye sure out. I'll be sure to watch everyone. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, a, a plus for me on this yeah. movie. I love this movie. A plus plus. I what, deeply mm, connected with it. Yeah, yeah. What do you give it? Oh. Scale of one to ten. You don't have to mm. give it. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. giving ratings personally, mm-hmm. but you do what you want. Give it a nice ten. There we go. Ten. It was fucking good. It's incredible. Yeah. I don't really have anything negative to say about the movie, honestly. I gotta say, I did not think I was gonna like it. <laughs> really? Well, I just was... I didn't think I was gonna not like it, but I was, like, not interested in this movie at all. I Why? Mean, I just thought, oh, I'll wait You're like, I don't want to see a gay movie. No, I've <laughs> no, watched kidding, gay movies. I don't Obviously care about like that. that. It's just, just that I just... I don't know. I just didn't feel like going to this movie for some reason. I just was like... I don't want to spend fifteen dollars on this movie. <laughs> I understand that. Well, feeling. I'm glad you. I'm glad I could. But I'm uh, glad you made coerce me you. Yeah. No, I like it was worth every bit of fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, not a penny more though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was great. Really good. Very, yeah. very good. So I think you get the picture. Yeah. Uh, I think we all highly recommend Loved Call Me it. by Your Name. Loved it. Go see it in theaters if you can. If not, just just see this movie. See it. Um, I didn't mention the director's name. I apologize, but his name is. Uh, Luca, and I'm not gonna say this right. Give it, Gua- give it here. Guada, Guadaginio, Guad, Guadaginio. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best. Luca. Oh shit. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. All right, you well, got so, this. You got you know it. Look it up yourself. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Give it again. We're Just gonna pass it around. We're gonna give uh, Laura a shot here. Are you sure you spelled it right? Guadaginio, Nino. 
Guadagnina. Guadagnina. Wait, let me see it again. Guadagnina, I think. Luca Guadagnina. I think that's how you would say it. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Guadagnino. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, great. That's so a- to close out this podcast, we are <laughs> right. going to butcher the directors. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. Um, but well, before actually, we go. But Luca, it was phenomenal. To actually close the podcast, um, we're going to play a song from you. Yes. Uh, uh, so, by the way, thank you both for <sighs> thank coming you for on, having on the us. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really appreciate it. it. Wonderful. Yeah, it was great having so you. So nice catching up with you. Yeah. Finally, both of you. I know. We really had It's true. We really hadn't seen each other <laughs> in like months before this very night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was great catching up with you. Great yeah. meeting you. Um, and, Real quick before we yeah. leave, just an announcement. Sure. Fox Tales Brigade playing, headlining at the Independent on January 11th. Oh, my God. 2018. And, I'm uh, going. With uh, Sunrunners and Everyone is Dirty. Don't oh, miss it. That band's great. It's going to be amazing. 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 Right on. And we're going to close out the podcast with a song from Kyland. Uh, and uh, this has been Totally Tell Me. Sorry. Oh, my God. Luca Guadagnino's birthday is on my birthday. <gasps> That's why he's good. Oh. That's why he's smart. That's why he's good, everybody. <laughs> oh Those Wait, are your final his thoughts. Sign? What's his sign? Movie? Chew Leo. on that. Leo. Leo. What's your sign? Libra? Aquarius. No. Oh, okay. It's the age Air sign. Of Aquarius. Wait, do you guys have an outro song? Uh, we we do, yeah. but tonight it's yours. Oh, yeah, tonight it's yours. I'm tonight so honored. In- the night enjoy, is yours. Enjoy, enjoy, everybody. Kyland, thanks I'm for just, having I'm just us. I'm gonna calling you that now. Okay, just I like kidding. it. I'm still gonna call you. I Kaylin. like it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> this has been Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share it with a friend, subscribe, leave us a rating on iTunes. Our intro music is by Lauren Anton. And thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me. Feelings die And feelings start And my overflowing heart No one knows No one knows where they go We just We just keep apart
Cut yourself a break, kid You're not always responsible for how it ends Feelings die And feelings start in my overflowing heart No one knows No one knows where they go We just We just keep apart Let me share